Welcome to Mental Health Matters with Marty, Season 1, Episode 10. Can you believe it? Time is going by so fast. And my name is Martina Sellers, marriage and family therapist in the beautiful state of California, where the sun is always shining. And I will serve as your host and mental health agentist on this weekly podcast. Each week, I will be bringing to you an inspirational message to help you move from doubt and discouragement to encouragement and empowerment. You do not have to continue to secretly suffer in silence in the shadow of shame, but speak up, speak out, and live. Today, I want to talk to you and discuss a difficult concept for many of us, and that concept is the power of of forgiveness. Forgiveness is one of the most powerful responses that we could ever have, yet the steps in forgiving others are extremely difficult. Forgiving others is very hard. Forgiveness transforms anger and hurt into healing and peace. Forgiveness can help you overcome feelings of depression, anxiety, and rage, as well as personal and relational conflicts. It is about making the conscious decision to let go of a grudge. Why would anyone want to forgive someone who has wronged them in the past? It is not about letting anyone off the hook for some wrongdoings or Forgetting about the past or forgetting about the pain, it certainly does not mean that you stick around for future maltreatment from a boss, a partner, a parent, a friend, or anyone. It is about setting yourself free so that you can move forward in your own life. There is so much power in forgiveness. However, most of us can't move on to forgiveness out of anger hurt, fear, and self-blame. The key is this. Forgiveness is not for the other person, but it's for you. You have to learn how to forgive yourself first. I strongly believe that forgiveness is an essential quality to self-care. You can't begin to forgive anyone else until you first learn how to forgive yourself. Listen, charity, and in this case, forgiveness, begins at home with yourself. To forgive is to set a prisoner free and then to discover that that prisoner was you. That's a quote by Lewis Smead. Forgiveness does not erase the past, but it looks at the past with empathy and compassion. In forgiving, it does not mean that you have forgotten or that you've even condoned the past act or actions. However, it does mean that I am looking at the situation through a different lens and not blaming myself for the negative events that once traumatized me or is continuing to traumatize me and left me emotionally lifeless and dead. To withhold forgiveness keeps alive the emotions of hurt, anger, and blame, which discolors, dismantles, and distorts your perception of life. 
By withholding forgiveness, you are giving the other person all the power of your life. Now, if you're anything like me, I'm a little bit of, 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 of a power freak myself, and I like to be in control. Listen, they are not worth you continuing to live in all those negative emotions bombarding your mind. Stop the stinking thinking. Choose life. Choose freedom. Choose forgiveness. Forgiveness means giving up the suffering of the past and being willing to forge ahead with far greater potential for inner freedom. And Lamet famously declares, forgiveness is giving up all hope of having a different past. Clinically speaking, the lack of forgiveness can lead to major anxiety, depression, post-traumatic stress, and so many other conditions that start off psychologically but later affect our physiological health as well. This can result in high blood pressure, headaches, heart disease, and other physical health problems. There is a close link between the negative emotions and illnesses that have been documented for over the past decade by several leading doctors. Toxic and destructive emotions have the potential to activate certain diseases if we don't attend to our emotional well-being. This bears repeating. Listen, there is again a direct correlation between our physical and psychological health. That is why I'm such a proponent of integrative medical approaches today to our modern healthcare practices. In the physical and medical domain, forgiveness is associated with lower heart rate and blood pressure, as well as overall stress relief. It is also associated with improving physical symptoms, reducing fatigue in some patients, and as well as improving our overall sleep quality. Now, in the psychological realm, forgiveness has been shown to diminish the experience of stress and inner conflict while simultaneously restoring positive thoughts, feelings, actions, and behaviors. In order to forgive, you must avoid the ruminating thoughts of constantly being wrong. Stop looking for the negative and for someone to do you wrong. You are not living in the present when you do that, but you're living in the past, which is keeping you from your future. What are you saying, Marty? You cannot sit and wallow in your negative thoughts, allowing them to cycle or continue in the cycle of this merry-go-round of trauma and pain. The more you ruminate on those negative situations, the faster and more out of control the hurt becomes embedded into your persona, and behavior patterns. Rather, trust in the power of forgiveness to heal the hurt and the pain. Let me say it this way. By holding on to the pain, resentment, anger, and hurt, you are prolonging the suffering process because the sorrow now is intensified in order to keep the negative emotions alive. Despite people's wrong perception that forgiveness means to forget, 
erase, or to simply act as if the situation did not happen. Now, that's a lie. I'm here to tell you, don't believe the lie. Don't be bamboozled. Don't be hoodwinked by that. The real motive for forgiveness is preserved in self-forgiveness and the role you have played in creating this circumstance. Now, 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 hear me out. Hear me out. Let me make one thing perfectly clear before you turn off this podcast if as if I'm accusing you of some wrongdoing. This does not mean that you consented to what has transpired. Given your involvement, even as a victim, you forgive yourself regardless of your role. Let me repeat that one more time for those who are in the back of the building and did not hear me. Given your involvement, even as a victim, even as a victim, third time's a charm, even as a victim, you forgive yourself regardless of your role. Forgiveness means letting go of hatred instead of allowing it to eat you. Forgiveness liberates your soul. It removes fear. That is why it is such a powerful weapon. The past is the past. Forgiveness looks to the future. Come on now. I know I'm talking now. Now, author Dennis Merritt Jones states it this way. At the end of the day, forgiveness is really not for the other person's benefit at all. It's for our own. Regardless of how illogical it may seem at the time, it is through unconditional forgiveness that we surrender the past to the past and enter the present, freeing ourselves to stand in the infinite light that knows how to heal our deepest and most painful wounds. Now that's good right there. Forgiveness does not change the past, but it does enlarge your future. That's by Paul Bowles. Now listen, Confucius says, (laughs) you like that, don't you? The more you know yourself, the more you forgive yourself. When faced with holding on to anger and resentment, forgive yourself and others. Each time you experience fear, Choose forgiveness over hatred. As you do, you heal yourself and raise your awareness leading to your inner freedom. Again, Dennis Merritt Jones in his book, Your Redefining Moments. Forgiveness is the practice that opens the window and exposes our wounds to the light. And it is a practice that, as long as we live in this human skin, will have a need to employ forgiveness throughout our lives. From a spiritual perspective, the ego feeds off fear and convinces us that we're wrong. It holds on to anger and resentment to keep us in that pain and living in that painful moment. By exposing your wounds, you no longer live in pain and suffering, but you invite love to transform your anguish. Now, remember, 
This is the Mental Health Matters with Marty podcast. So I've come to offer you hope in the midst of this physical and a psychological pain that you might have been going through because of the lack of forgiveness. So today we're talking about the power of forgiveness. You are not to blame. Listen, you have the power to break the chains of your toxic thoughts and your toxic emotions. Why? Because you can stop the stinking thinking due to the lack of forgiveness. We are beginning to recreate and retranscribe your brain. In other words, we are creating neuroplasticity in your brain's ability to reorganize itself by forming new neurological connections or new neurological pathways. In other words, we are rewriting that past and giving you hope for a future. Why? Because this is the Mental Health Matters with Marty. And in season one, we're talking about speaking up. What have we said in the past that I am enough? I am all right, I am okay, I am lovable, and I am capable of loving others. Well, today, we're going to talk about I am forgiving. Come on and say it with me. I am forgiving. Come on, because we need it for those that's in the nosebleed section so they can hear it too. Listen, I am forgiving. I, Martina Sellers, am forgiving myself. Now, I want you to put your name in there. I, put your name, am forgiving myself. Why is it so important that we say our names in this declaration and in this statement of positive affirmation? Because when you put your name in there, you are telling yourself, you are speaking to yourself, you are encouraging yourself, not Janie, not Bubba, not your brother, not your mama, but you're saying to yourself, I am forgiving myself of all the hurt, all the pain of my past because my future looks brighter than my past. Listen, to forgive means to stop being angry. To not be resentful towards, to cancel out, ooh, that's good, to, to pardon, to erase, to, to, to excuse, to exonerate, come on, to absolve and to acquit. What, what are we doing? Forgiving myself of my hurts, forgiving myself of my past, forgiving myself of my pain, come on, I'm talking to someone, forgiving myself of my mistakes, forgiving myself of my failures, forgiving myself of my insecurities, forgiving myself of my imperfections, my speaking negatively about myself, I'm letting that go. Of anything that has kept me from loving myself, I'm letting that go. No more holding on to that past. No more holding on to unforgiveness. Why? Because I forgive myself. Why? Because I love myself. Why? Because I am enough. I am stopping the stinking thinking. I'm not allowing that to take up valuable mental real estate in my mind because I'm thinking on another level. Come on. Now, the purpose of forgiveness is this. Forgiveness is a gift. Come on, somebody, that you give to yourself. Forgiveness is an act of strength. Forgiveness is a sign of self-love. If you forgive, you likewise will be forgiven. According to the Harvard Medical School study, uh, with emphasis done by Dr. Vanderwill in 2019, one of the best ways to practice forgiveness is with the REACH method. REACH stands for recall, emphasize, altruistic gift, commit, 
and hold. Let me break it down for you this way. R is to recall. The first step is to recall the wrongdoing in an objective way. The goal is not to think of the person in a negative light, nor to wallow in self-pity, but to come to a clear understanding of the wrong done. Now, now that takes practice, y'all. This is not going to happen overnight. That's why forgiveness is a process. Uh huh. Now, visualize the person and the situation and all the feelings that come along with it. Do not push aside anything, especially if it makes you feel angry or upset. We have to learn to sit in those emotions, journal those emotions, and talk to those emotions. However, continue to focus on understanding the wrong, the violation that occurred. Stop focusing on that person, but focus from an objective point of view what was wrong and what was the act of wrong and how it violated you personally. That's R for recalling that. Now, E means emphasize. The next thing we have to do is try to understand, mm, now this, this is a real difficult one, the other person's point of view regarding why he or she may have hurt you, but without minimizing or downplaying the wrong that was done. Woo, now that's hard. That took me, that was hard for me to get out. Sometimes, ooh, now hear me when I say, sometimes the wrongdoing was not personal, but due to something the other person was dealing with. Now, I'm not saying that you have to take on and that you're responsible for their hurt. However, people who attack others are sometimes themselves in a state of fear, worry, and hurt. Again, this is, uh, again, something that Dr. Vanderwill has saying, and they often don't think when they hurt others and they just lash out. In other words, hurting people hurt other people. You've heard it. Listen, a hurting animal, when you may be trying to to do something nice for them, will attack you because that's all they're accustomed to, because they're used to being attacked. So that person will attack you even when you least expect it. So we have to try and understand as best you can, uh, emphasize what was wrong without downplaying the wrong that was done to you. A stands for an altruistic gift. This step is about addressing your own shortcomings. Now, this is not to put you down, but but now I want you to recall a time when you treated someone harshly and were forgiven. How did that make you feel? Recognizing this helps you realize that forgiveness is an altruistic gift that only you have the ability to give others. It's a difficult altruistic gift, but it's an altruistic gift nonetheless. C stands for commit. Commit yourself to forgive. For instance, Write about forgiveness in a journal or a letter that you don't necessarily send or tell a friend. This helps with the decisional side of forgiveness, says Dr. Vanderweel. Uh, I say it this way, speak up 
and speak out. I love journaling because journaling is a wonderful way of allowing you to slow your emotions down, to write them down. Now, now journaling can happen in so many different ways. So as you're journaling, and I'm, I encourage you, if you don't have a journal already, get a journal, invest in one. You don't have to be perfect. The journal is for you. You don't have to be grammatically correct. A journal is a time. Sometimes, y'all, we just have to do a mind dump. I want you to commit your yourself to the power of forgiveness. And finally, H stands for this, hold. Hold on to your forgiveness. Woo! Now let me say, hold on to your forgiveness. When you want to return to that unforgiveness, hold on to your forgiveness. When you don't want to let it go, hold on to your forgiveness. When you want to jump back on that merry-go-round and allow things to ruminate again, hold on to for that on to that forgiveness. Uh, this step is a tough one because memories will often overpower you and bombard you you and this event will often recur. Forgiveness is about changing your reaction to those negative stinking thinking memories. Uh Uh-huh. When that bad feeling arises, remind yourself that you have forgiven and ultimately you want good for yourself in this moment. If needed, Revisit your commitment by reading your journal entries, your letters, and recalling and sharing the conversations with an accountability person. But listen, ultimately commit to your forgiveness and hold on to that forgiveness. Listen, you got to do that. So remember, reach when you need to. Reach stands for this. What? Recall, emphasize, altruistic gift, commit, and hold. I want to thank you for joining me for this week's edition of Mental Health Matters with Marty. You could have chosen any other podcast to listen to, but I'm so glad that you chose this one today. Please like and share our podcast, and if you can, give us a five-star rating on Apple. I can also be found on so many media platforms on Facebook, Mental Health Matters with Marty, Instagram at mental underscore health underscore Marty, YouTube Martina Sellers, and check out my upcoming website at mentalhealthmarty.com. In this journey called life, I don't want you to suffer in silence in the shadows of shame, but it is my desire to break the negative stigma about mental health and wellness for all people. Always remember to speak up, speak out, and live. Until next time.